On August 13, 1961, a wall began to be built in the city of Berlin, which we now know as the Berlin Wall, but was originally called the Anti-Fascist Bulwark. That was, of course, the official reason that the wall was built, to keep those Western fascists out so as to not corrupt the people of East Berlin. We know now, in retrospect, that the wall served another function, and that was to control the people. We know now that it was not so much for real protection as it was for control. And on November 9th, 1989, the Berlin Wall began to come down. And I actually remember that. I was 11 years old, perhaps. The beginning of the fall of the Berlin Wall, some people say, started with a pan-European picnic in the summer of 1989 in August. Different parts of the borders along the Iron Curtain had begun to be opened to allow for passage of people to and from the different countries. And finally, as a result of a series of protests and events, largely peaceful, thank God, the wall finally came down when people had a recognition of reality. And there are still walls up in the world. One of our parishioners reminded me just last night that there is still a wall up in Nicosia in Cyprus. Although there are physical walls still up in the world, there are also invisible walls that divide us. And we hear the church commemorate today Philemon. Philemon came from a noble, rich family, and when he heard St. Paul, he became a Christian. And we have a letter from St. Paul to Philemon in Holy Scripture, in which he writes to say, I'm sending this runaway slave, Onesimus, back to you. The letter is very intelligent, it's very strong, and it's also very subtle. And he says, listen, I'm sending your runaway slave back to you, because that's the right thing to do. But you, Philemon, receive him as a brother. Receive him as a brother. The unspoken uh, reading between the lines is, you should receive him as an equal and as a brother and not as a slave. And so I think about all the invisible walls that we put up in our lives. And here in Montgomery, of course, where we have a statue of Rosa Parks not far from us, the history of slavery in the United States can never be far from our mind. But there are other walls that we put up between ourselves. But the good news that we hear today in Holy Scripture is that the wall that stood between all the different nations of the world especially between the Jews and all the other Gentile nations of the world, has been brought down in the person of Christ. And we read that he himself, Christ, is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the adversity or enmity, that is the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace, that he might reconcile them both to God and one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity, the adversity, the hostility between them. And so that is the message that we hear today in the epistle reading, that Christ is our peace, 
and that he has come to abolish and take down anything that divides us from anyone else. And of course, he's talking about the law, the Mosaic law, which was transformed and assumed in the person of Christ. And it's through him that we have both a connection to God and to each other. So I just have a simple question for you today for you to think about what are the invisible walls in your life? Perhaps between you and another person, maybe even a person in your family, a person who's close to you, maybe a person who you haven't talked to in a long time. Or perhaps you could also take this opportunity to examine any attitudes or biases that might separate you from other people. This is something I've said before, but I think it's worth saying again. You know, this church building is situated in a neighborhood that is full of people that are maybe not like us. Lots of black and brown people here. But I don't see any of them here in church. And I think it would be a beautiful thing if we might make some connections with our neighbors and find out what are those invisible walls that are keeping them from coming to worship here. Because this is the most amazing version of the Christian faith on planet Earth. Why would we not want our brothers and sisters who are fellow Christians to be able to share in that? Why wouldn't we want to be salt and light in this neighborhood here? I leave you with that thought, and I pray that God will give you the grace to tear down all the walls in your life that separate you from Him, that separate you from people who are close to you, and who separate you from all of God's children.